did. School children like Arturo would not learn of their own heritage, ignorance shackling them like chains. After that teacher dismissed his people's past, did the twinkle leave Arturo's eyes like a candle blown out in the dark? No, the twinkle never left. It grew into a spark. Genius. Where is our historian to give us our side? Arturo asked. To teach our people our own history. Afro-Puerto Rican, Afro-Boricano, born in 1874, young Arturo Schomburg began a lifelong quest. Still a boy, he took on the mantle of historian because he had to know, had to know the truth. In a history club, he noticed that the white youth seemed prouder of their heritage than the black members. Arturo read everything he could about his people, but he did not hurry. He let facts simmer. True scholarship requires time and calm effort, he figured. Nothing worthwhile is done in haste. After all, there were ages to traverse. Lost for hours in books, Arturo was transported by Benjamin Banneker's almanac to early America. Arturo studied all he could about this self-taught inventor, astronomer, and draftsman. He beamed as he read that Banneker accurately plotted a solar eclipse. Arturo could almost hear the tick-tock of Banneker's handcrafted wooden clock, the first built in the New World. Arturo imagined Banneker counting off minutes, racing time to redraft plans from memory for the streets of Washington, D.C., after French architect Pierre L'Enfant walked off and carted his papers with him to Europe. Banneker reproduced them in only two days. The nation's capital. In two days. By heart. Tick-tock. Tick-tock. Where were the monuments to this genius? El Immigrante, the immigrant. When 17-year-old Arturo Schomburg immigrated to New York from Puerto Rico in 1891, he carried with him letters of introduction from cigar makers and from José González Font, who owned a printing press in San Juan where Arturo had worked as a topographer. Arturo presented the letters to Flor Baerga, an amateur book collector and staunch opponent of Spanish colonial rule. Arturo perused Baerga's photos and clippings about New York's Puerto Rican community and soon found the local tabaqueros. This time, he lived among them, sharing their activism and their allegiance to Cuban and Puerto Rican independence from Spain. In support of La Causa, the cause, Arturo joined political groups such as Las Dos Antillas, the Two Antilles, and wrote letters to the editor of the newspaper Patria under the pen name Guarianex. Newly arrived, Arturo sought to better himself, giving Spanish lessons while learning English in night school. Drawn to medicine and law, he pursued neither because, as the story goes, his official school records were lost in a fire. 
not even a letter from a former teacher was sufficient proof of his formal education. Kindergarten was all that could be documented. So, Arturo set aside dreams of a profession and toiled as a messenger and clerk at the law firm that was seeking to protect Johnson & Johnson's use of the Red Cross logo on its products. For that case, Arturo indexed and memorized thousands of pages of testimony. His recall of detail extraordinary. The Book Hunting Bug I wanted to find out, said Arturo Schomburg, what my own racial group had contributed. He could not get his hands on enough books. His curiosity about Africana, insatiable. Arturo had what he called the book hunting disease. No one volume told the whole story, and no library specialized in the subject. So he haunted rare books.